Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Hey there. Well, you're here, you're listening to the podcast. You know that the title of the podcast is Work-Life Harmony, but do you know why? Do you know why this podcast is not called work-life balance. <laughs> if you have never really put thought into the difference between balance versus harmony, that's what I'm going to be breaking down today. But more importantly, also telling you why I firmly believe that this movement around work-life balance is actually causing more harm than good and is creating more overwhelm in our lives. And then finally, what are we going to do about this? What is the solution? So I'm excited to share this with you guys. I hope you can feel my passion around this. This is what I feel like I was put on this earth to do. So let's go ahead and get the conversation started. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm the creator of the top program and top planner, teaching all things time management, organization, and productivity for women. I'm also a mom and wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Guess what? You don't have to feel constantly overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. There is another way. When you have the right systems and tools to plan and manage your time, you can live a life of harmony. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time, planning, and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. If you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed, this is the show for you. And if you're new here, I'd love to get you started with my work-life harmony assessment. All you have to do is DM me on Instagram at Megan Sumrall with the word harmony, and my team will send it right over. Hey there, welcome back to work-life harmony. So I was uh, watching a news segment over the weekend and it was, uh, the, the, the purpose of it was just showing the levels of stress, overwhelm, et cetera, that a lot of working women and working moms in particular are experiencing right now. And as I was watching this, um, the commentator kept saying over and over again, work-life balance. And I was cringing and I was cringing because of the images that they continued to show during this news segment. <clears throat> so I thought this would be a great opportunity to really have the conversation around why this podcast is not called Work-Life Balance and it's called Work-Life Harmony and why this work-life balance movement and this quest for finding work-life balance is actually doing more harm than good. 
Now, the fact is, uh, when we kind of take a step back and look at where this phrase work-life balance came from, um, it's been around for quite a few years. It's growing in popularity. And at the heart of it, the the underlying you know planning and productivity community, of which I consider myself an active member in, has recognized that over the last, in particular, um, 10 to 15 years, there is a growing uh, population of women who are just, it's starting to get louder and louder and louder around, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm struggling to get it all done. I am having a hard time juggling everything. I'm exhausted, et cetera. And so the response from the planning and productivity community has been that you know, the solution is, oh, well, we just need to find work-life balance. That is the key. But here's what's interesting. When you dig into what they advertise as work-life balance and what it looks like, I want you guys to do this. Pop out on a, um, open up your your favorite browser and type in images of work-life balance. You know what you see? What you see is multitasking. What you will see is image after image of women who are doing multiple things at once. And I cover this in, in kind of an intro of a free training that I have available. If you haven't checked it out, um, go to meganstarmel.com forward slash free training, or just shoot me a DM uh, with the word training and I'll, I'll shoot the link over to you. Um, but, but in that training, I show you some of the images that you see out there. And the reason why we are, or, or not we, but they are showing this as what, what work-life balance is, is when you think about what balance really means, right? And the best way I describe this, and I've shared this often, is the idea of these two scales or, or the scale with the two bowls, right? And the way you balance that is by putting an equal amount of stuff into each dish. Well, that means everything is balanced. And that means you're more than one thing is happening at once. So what people are promoting as the solution to your overwhelm is to start multitasking. Hey, while you're holding your baby or feeding your baby, answer those emails. While you're cooking dinner, uh, go ahead and help with homework. While you are grocery shopping, um, be on a conference call or maybe you're you know, a, a caregiver for your parents. And while you're doing that, then you could catch up on you know, personal stuff or work in the evening simultaneously. And so the solution that's being offered is to just figure out how to do multiple things at once. And that's how you stay balanced. Now think about this, the, the second, so that that's reason number one, why this, this quest for balance is actually causing more stress is because what we're actually being taught is multitask. And we know, we all know in our heart of hearts that if our brain is doing multiple things at once, it's not doing either well, and we are going to get stressed. Now in previous podcast episodes, I do cover you know, there is, there is a time and a place for multitasking. I do it often, but never when it requires my brain to be split into two different places. So for example, I might be listening to a podcast while I'm folding my laundry. I might be listening to an audiobook while I'm walking my dog. Like my brain is able to be fully present on just one thing. Um, but there are very few pockets of time in our life where we're multitasking, where we can truly be 
autopilot in one task so that our brain's only focused on another, right? Now, the second very subtle thing that is being promoted here when we see images of work-life balance or articles about how to achieve work-life balance, what they're ultimately, the problem they're ultimately trying to solve is how do we teach you how to get more done in less time or be more efficient with your time? Never, or rarely, unless you're listening to me, (laughs) um, do you see the solution being offered that we may need to hang on, stop for a minute, and instead of just continuing to add stuff to our plates and saying, now let me figure out how to balance it, now let me figure out how to balance it, we might need to stop and say, hang on, maybe the solution isn't figuring out how to continue to do more, but maybe part of the solution needs to be anytime I bring, I add something to my plate, something's got to come off of it to make room for this, right? Instead of showing images of women who are multitasking as as what work-life balance is, how about show an image of a woman who's only doing one thing and then maybe stuff she used to do is now being done by someone else or not being done at all, all right? So this is why I very intentionally do not ever use the phrase work-life balance as something that we are striving for. I very I very much want to open everyone's eyes to saying, no, multitasking is not the answer. And no, you will not find happiness or balance in continuing to put more roles and responsibilities onto your plate and just figuring out how to get more done. That is not the solution to the underlying overwhelm and stress that you have. So this is where, and this is why I love and embrace the phrase work-life harmony. Um, And one definition of harmony, I've shared it before, that I absolutely love is um, a pleasing arrangement of parts. Every time I say that, it just makes me feel like, ah on the inside. And this is what we want in our lives. We want our life to be a pleasing arrangement of parts, not everything being equal, not doing everything all at once, right? We need to have systems and solutions in place that takes all the parts of our lives, all the roles that we wear, all the hats that we wear, all the different responsibilities that we have, and teaches us a way to arrange those in such a way that is pleasing and therefore harmonious. Now, let me ask you this. When I I say the word balance, I'm curious to know, how does your body feel? Like when I think of the word balance, I get a little rigid or... um, I hate to say the word tense. I think rigid is just a better word. So when I think of balance, I'm like, oh, let me stand up balance on one foot, right? I'm activating muscles. It's very um, tense, right? However, when I just say the word harmony, even just saying it sounds very soft, relaxed. That is what we're after. And that's what everybody deserves to have. We deserve to have a life that doesn't feel tense and rigid in order to stay balanced. We deserve to have a life 
that feels soft, that feels quiet, that feels relaxed, that feels harmonious, that is that pleasing arrangement of parts, right? So what does that look like in our day-to-day living, all right? So let's look at a couple different scenarios here. Um, So maybe you are in a stage of life where you are juggling work and young children, all right? Work-life balance might look like you hopping on a work call for, you know, 20, 30 minutes and jumping over to do something, help your kid with homework for 15 minutes and jumping back over and, and answering an email. And you're kind of ping-ponging back and forth, giving that equal distribution of time, right? It's balanced. I spend 30 minutes on work. I spend 30 minutes with my kids. We're bringing, we're keeping everything balanced, right? Well, when you, that's the work-life balance. Now the harmony side of that might look very different. It might be that you have two and a half hours set aside solely for work. And then when that's over, now you are shifting gears for whatever that time frame is. Maybe it's one hour, maybe it's four, where you are fully engaged in time with your children and you're not trying to sneak in and do both things at once all the time, right? Now, another way to think about this is maybe you are in a stage of life where a lot of your roles and responsibilities are in service to others, whether it's work, whether it's caregiving, whether it's parenting, whatever that looks like. Well, a ba- you know, the work-life balance solution would have you rigidly making sure that you are spending equal amounts of time serving each person the same, right? Now, work-life harmony would look very different. What that's going to what that's going to look like in your calendar is that your calendar isn't completely full and equally distributed in service of others. It's going to mean that you have intentional large chunks of time in your days and weeks that are in service solely for you. And this is where that the work-life balance movement is missing, is it's missing the prioritization of self inside of your life. And if we are not prioritizing ourselves, then we are 100% going to stay overwhelmed, stressed out, and frazzled, right? Um, Now, I will be the first to admit I am a recovered work-life balance person. Years ago, I was literally the walking billboard for work-life balance in terms of how I was juggling all my roles and responsibilities. Well, thankfully... Um, due to scrapping that old lifestyle and now building this foundational framework for planning, managing, running, and organizing my time, now I I feel like I am actually more productive than ever. But my life is one <laughs> where I am not, you know, trying to s- stay balanced. It's not tense, and I have large pockets of my life that are very quiet, calm, and harmonious while still getting the most important things done, but without the stress and the overwhelm. So I really just wanted to share this this thought process around why I want you all to very carefully remove this idea of I need work-life balance from your thought and your vocabulary and really embrace the understanding of what work-life harmony looks and feels like instead. Now, if you want to learn more about this, 
And if you are interested in really seeing kind of behind the scenes around what this time management framework looks like, it's called the TOP framework, stands for Time Management Organization and Productivity. Again, I've got a great free training that goes far more in depth than this podcast episode does. Um, You can just find me out on Instagram, DM me the word training, I'll get it to you, or just head over to megansumrall.com forward slash free training. Um, And you can go check that out as well. And I would love to hear from you how, how your life changes when you shift away from this quest for balance and instead lean into harmony and have this true pleasing arrangement of parts. Let's all go have an incredibly harmonious week. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. If you want one tap access to all of my training and current top podcasts, go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Pink Bee app. It's one word, the Pink Bee. It is jam-packed with simple yet powerful tips and strategies to get you out of overwhelm and into harmony. And if you have a question you want me to cover on a future episode, go to iTunes and ask your question in the podcast review section. And while you're there, don't forget to leave a five-star review.